Welcome to Confused Things with Stranger Friends. I promise I will get better at that, maybe. Uh, I'm Jen, and with me are Christian. Hello, hello. And Nicole. All from the Good workprint. And evening. Yep. we are all going to... I totally just interrupted Nicole there. I'm the worst. <laughs> uh, we are all talking about Stranger Things Season 3, and um, the unique thing about Confused Things with Stranger Friends is that uh, I am quite literally the confused thing among Stranger Friends, because <laughs> I've only seen Season 1 of Stranger Things, and I think I binged-watched it until 4 a.m. the night that it came out, and then I haven't watched it since. So, um, I have not seen a thing of what happened in season two. I haven't seen a thing of what happened in season three. And, uh, <laughs> my lovely friends, Christian and Nicole, are as caught up as they can be right now. And, uh, they're going to try to walk me through what's going on in Stranger Things. So, this is going to be weird. This is going to be probably a little obnoxious. If you're a super hyper fan of Stranger Things, which there are a lot of them out there, which is crazy. Um, yeah, and so today we're going to talk about the first two episodes of Stranger Things Season 3. Right, guys? Yes. So, um, the first episode is called Susie, Do You Copy? And the second episode is called The Mall Rats. And, uh... All right, so I guess we'll just jump into it. Yeah. Is there anything but, up front that you guys like want to tell me off the bat? Like, is there a main character that has died that um, maybe I would have known from season one that I should know about that I should give a moment of silence to? There's I mean, a character that gets introduced. That's about. Obviously, it. there are spoilers in this. Oh, um, <laughs> I don't care about the spoilers because I'm going to be honest. I think that Stranger Things should have ended after season one, and uh, <laughs> this is this is how I'm protesting. Wow, there's gonna be a lot of angry fans saying, no. "Well, you don't even know what you're missing." Exactly. I'm good. I'm really good. <laughs> you will get all of the Stranger Things goodness through us, right, Jen? I'm sure. Yeah, I'm just absorbing all of the Stranger Things goodness from you guys, and I feel like that's kind of relevant. Probably. That's actually very much uh, into the story right now because there's a lot of absorbing and fluids and... <laughs> and now you're speaking my language, Christian. That's a that's... lot of weird body horror stuff, which is strange because oh. it's a very... It's a, it's, a, it's a very campy show. That's why I, I think they balance it pretty well. It's just creepy. It's a good tease. Yeah, it's a very good tease. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, Jen, let me ask you one question, too. So, have you seen um, any of the thumbnail images as if you've looked into the um, the episode guide on Netflix? 
So since he didn't watch season two, are there some characters from the thumbnail images that you're that you, if you've seen them and you're like, oh, who? I wonder who could these be. I, I have not. I actually have not. Um, I've not had any spoilers or anything for this, ah. and so like it's it's kind of weird that I haven't had any spoilers for Stranger Things, but uh, yeah. Uh, I just, I, I haven't seen any thumbnails of anything that I have questions about. Um, honestly, nothing really that has, like, jumped out at me and made me go, ooh, I, I, I want to know more about that. Like, I think that, um, I thought that the posters that they did for both season two and season three were really cool. The, like, hyper neon 1980s style posters. Yeah, because the 80s is very much a character in this show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, and I think that was part of the appeal when I watched in season one, but, um, all right. So, um, I guess my first question is, um, when does Teddy Ruxpin makes an, make an appearance? You know what? I don't think Cause I feel like yet. he belongs in the Stranger <laughs> Things universe. You know, that's true. Yeah. I, I used to own one. <laughs> These things are terrifying. They, they are a little more terrifying than the Furby and, uh. It's it's kind of like a uh, Teddy uh, a bear version of Chucky in a way. Yeah, yeah. It's the uh, it's the plastic eyeballs. That's yeah. what does it. That's the creepiness <laughs> for me. <laughs> so okay. Well, so no Teddy Ruxpin. No Teddy Ruxpin. No Teddy Ruxpin. Nope. That's unfortunate. Yeah, we're still in like the early to mid eighties, roughly. Mm-hmm. I don't know when Teddy Ruxpin so, came out. Yeah. How, uh, all of the kids, so, um, all of the kids from season one, um, they were pretty decent and not irritating for me. (laughs) Um, do you want them to be orphans now or, uh, have they kind of still grown on you a little bit? Um, Steve is amazing now compared to season one. Oh, I love, I love Steve, Steve Mm -hmm. season one. Well, if you love them in season one, you will absolutely love him in season three because uh, season two kind of developed and really played on that Steve as an older brother role, especially with Dustin. Uh-huh. And in season mm-hmm. three, it's gone full blown. Why and are you? I mean, you're such awesome. An adorable dork. <laughs> yes, he's a surprisingly big dork. And then yeah. uh, I think in like the first episode too, that she's just like, "Why are you friends with all these random children?" <laughs> um, uh, his uh, his coworker calls him out on it. Okay, because so he's he's adopted all of these children. He's got an orphanage going. That's so wonderful. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, I love I loved Steve in season one because they flipped that quintessential bad boy narrative. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't yeah. put Nancy with Jonathan, which is kind of what they would have done in a typical nineteen eighties movie. I mean, even <laughs> now they would have. They would have put him with the very creepy I'm the, taking pictures of you without you knowing. Well, well here's the funny thing. Because he loves her. Spoiler, Jen. Oh no. Um Oh no. Season two. Oh no. The two of them get very close and they stay oh, at no. some weird um he's like a journalist. He's one like one of those like creepy yeah. the truth is out there reporters. And then it all comes out and I, I t- trust me. I know where you're coming from because I was also skeptical of it, but they executed it in a way where it's really playful. So, it's I don't know, but it happens, 
and they make quite a lot of innuendo sex jokes. And uh, yeah, but <laughs> and poor do they Steve get together? Yeah, uh, it's funny that yeah. you ask because they're not they're together and they're like pretty much not living with each other, but almost on that level. Nancy um, and Jonathan are living together. Well, the season opens with um, the two of them waking up in Jonathan's bedroom. I yeah. hate this. This show is garbage. Why are you guys watching this show? <laughs> Steve's turnaround from asshole bad boy to realizing, no, this is not how I should treat somebody that I care about and growing as a human being. I mean, not that I'm saying that, like, he needs to get the girl or he deserves to get the girl, but I thought that was a really powerful ne- message. And so to hear that creepo Jonathan is uh i don't like jonathan it's very obvious i don't like jonathan you know what's funny is i think a lot of people don't because he's he's become this very weird character now where like season one was very much his main storyline and now he's kind of just there to be almost a supporting character to nancy for nancy it's kind of weird yeah like their their sort of subplot right now has been really boring and even last season's subplot with them like i like they were doing the whole thing where um well, technically, I guess Steve was still involved too with like Barb, and then um, with Barb's parents, and then wait, 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 um, wait, wait. I'm sorry. What? Oh, oh, okay. So Steve was involved with Nance... Barb's parents. Like, um, was this in... a throuple? <laughs> no, but we we'll have to get into something along well, the lines yeah. of. Are there throuples in Stranger Things? There's a lot of moms and young, attractive boys, but we'll get into that in a bit. Oh, dear. Oh, yeah. dear. Oh, yeah. oh, that's been, like, the best, actually, this season so far. I'm really happy well, about that and excited. Okay, yeah, well, talk about the it then. Episode. Talk about it, Nicole. You don't have to. Don't worry about spoilers. I want to know, Dish. This is gossip hour. Uh, so well, then we have to start talking about Billy. But. Oh. Well, okay. So first, quick note. What two. happened was. What happened was. So. Going back to Steve and Nancy, Steve and Nancy felt really guilty about Barb, or Nancy most mainly, right? And so they had actually. I mean, been yeah, that's her best like, friend, and she yeah. just like let her get eaten, but whatever. Ah, uh, yeah, and everyone thought she, no one ever warned her, but she. So she was having dinner at Barb's parents with Steve, and I think they they were doing it kind of like on a weekly basis at some point, and so it was actually um, Barb's parents who hired the the freelance reporter to like investigate what happened to barb and then um but the more fun mom sort of uh entanglement from last season (laughs) that carries on to this season is they really play up um mike's mom into like the hot mom and so there's a new character in season two um named billy who jen you would absolutely hate yeah you, you would hate but but he, she, he's sort of like Steve, but on steroids, sort of. Oh, oh. And like he, which is name? great because really in like season a bad two, boy. yeah, yeah. What's his name? Uh, Billy. 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 Oh, I already yeah. hate him because of his name. Yeah. And he's like, he works out, he smokes all the time, and it's great because yeah. in season two, he's he's kind of overthrown Steve as the alpha male. Yeah. I mean, let's and be honest. So Steve he, was never really the yeah. alpha male, but okay. Well, no, that's exactly <laughs> it, though. That they, they, they play on that because they're like, yeah, well, Steve's yeah. all really just looks, but he's really not as great as we all thought. And Billy mm-hmm. really puts him down. And he's like the mm-hmm. hardcore bully in that season. Um, but you kind of feel for him because he comes from like an abused household. His dad used yeah. to beat him up. Um, yeah. But the reason we mentioned that is because in season three, Nicole, if you will. 
Oh, well, Prelude. So the two mm-hmm. characters actually meet in season two. And, you know, Mike's mom is reading like a romance, like a cheesy romance novel. And there's a little, you know, flirting going on there. But in season three, I think this is in episode one, right? Where they're mm-hmm. all the moms are basically hang out at the community pool because Billy is lifeguarding this summer. And they pretty much camp out there until he comes out and it's he's such sexy. a funny he's so yeah he's like it's the a hot young, young attractive thing. stud <laughs> mm-hmm. and with the great six he, packs and the yeah. hair the glorious long mullety hair mullety hair and he actually <laughs> propositions uh, Mike's mom to uh, meet meet up with him at a mo- motel like outside yeah. of town and she is very 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 tempted to go and he and, offers her like yeah. free swimming lessons he notices Private her breaststroke yeah it's at the dear. motel six at the motel yeah. six <laughs> this is so scandalous yeah you would love oh. to hate this guy oh i just looked up a picture of him and he has very pretty eyes so Oh no! Don't fall for it. That's what every lady falls for. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm not. I, don't worry. There's no. There's no fear there. But uh, I could see. I could see. Okay. All right. Okay. So uh, continue. They they really kind of um, sexed up Mike's mom this this uh, season too. Like she now has blonde highlights. She's um, like. I mean, that's also kind of a quintessential nineteen eighties trope too, right? Like the true, milf. yeah, the big hair, the um, uh huh, like yeah. the teasing, yeah, totally, yeah. So that was really fun to watch. <laughs> it was, and well, it plays into the story too because he's like, mm-hmm. "Hey, meet me at this motel in episode one." And um, I think he's driving to go out there and she's considering doing it. And she she dolls herself up. And for a second, you actually think she's going to do it. She's going to go cheat on her husband. But then she Mm -hmm. finds him, her husband and her daughter on the couch. And she has a change. Yeah. And it's cute. And she has a change of heart. But Billy goes off to drive there. And it's it's kind of an important scene because uh, while he's getting all sexed up and ready and he's ready to call her by her first name because that's what, you know, sexy means is, hey, Karen, you know, as compared to, <laughs> hey, Mrs. Wheeler. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. He uh, he he get, gets hit or something hits his windshield, hits his car. which, mm-hmm. yeah, hits his car and he gets into a car accident. Typical, you know, horror fashion. Um and immediately he's like, what's going on? What happened? And he gets out, he checks his windshield, and all of a sudden he gets pulled from his leg and dragged, like, all the way from, like, his car into this abandoned steel mill thing. Yeah. And it goes full-blown, like, horror movie. And he gets, like, he tries, he, he reaches to the sides to hold onto the door to try to, you know, not get pulled in. Get and the down. thing just pulls yeah. him anyway. Yeah. It's pretty dope. All right, then. Yeah. And at this point, we still don't know exactly what the monster is. But spoiler alert, it is from the Upside Down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And part of the mystery so far is trying to figure out um, And this is all happening, happening in the first two episodes of season three? Yep. yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Um, like, one of, the, one of the early things that we see is that um, all these rats start to get affected by something and they kind of go crazy and that's where um nancy and jonathan's storyline kind of comes in where they're now working for like the local newspaper yeah the hawthorne press or something yeah the hawkins post i think hawkins post thank you yeah 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 
And, you know, Nancy is a receptionist and there's a lot of sexist, like, kind of, like, macho smoking action happening in this office. And it's, it's pretty like uncomfortable especially post yeah. me too movement but <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. they call her nancy drew a lot yeah. yeah yeah all right and she she, she, she pitches a really good story food. yeah 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 and they reject her story ideas yeah okay but i um, yeah the rats actually yeah so the rats pretty much go crazy and start eating like fertilizer and all this shit ew yummy and, and you so why do you think that's yeah. happening well that's the thing is we don't know but yeah. they go well, to theory. I want to hear I want to hear theories yeah. I want to hear theories I want to know what she thinks why, why do you think that's happening yeah so at one point like towards actually wait maybe that was in episode three hold on <laughs> but I, I I do think that at least that the rats are going to be used to um to maybe make either some kind of like like a body of sorts for um like the rats are gonna like creature yeah so like right now the evil creature it started out as like a weird bunch of dust that was summoning rats and then uh there was a scene in in the first episode where it literally disintegrates the rats into goop and the goop forms into like this weird thing so whatever it is it's like a straight up body horror thing like where it's just a big pile of goop of like dead rats um yeah, and it, so it's, it's like all the Power Rangers coming together to form. Yeah, form one ginormous like, rat body. Yeah, you know what's yeah, really that funny is awful. It is, and I was brought up that you said that because Billy is actually the Red Ranger. But yes. Oh okay. Yeah, like he he was Red Ranger in the Power Rangers. That's a side note. Sorry. Anyway, like the original Power Rangers? No, the new one. In the, the, new the oh yeah, I haven't the seen remake, that. Remake, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Okay. So, uh, we've got some terrifying stuff going on. Um, what's Eleven doing? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty awesome. Um, do you want me to take that one, or do you want do to take it. that one? Do okay. it. Okay. So, the season opens with uh, Detective Hopper. Compl- oh, I hate him. Or, not Detective. Uh, is it Detective? Captain? Sheriff. Police Sheriff. Police Chief. Sheriff. Whatever. Yeah. Um he's miserable and he's utterly miserable and he can't stand a second being at home because uh <laughs> because in his room his extra room is 11 and mike and the two of them won't stop making out they're all about the lovey-dovey this season and they're just constantly kissing and being like oh and like putting on cheesy 80s music while making 11 out. and 11 and mike are yeah. together yeah. they're babies oh that's right yeah they're not <laughs> they're dating yeah, everyone's grown You're up a lot. You're not allowed to do that. No, where are your parents? <laughs> well, that's the problem is Eleven's adopted father is police chief uh, Hopper. Yeah. Mm, this is yeah. awful. I don't like this. I no, no, no. Like it's, really g- it's really good in no. season two because like, you no. don't know what happened to Eleven and you find out that Hopper's been keeping her a secret and they have to like learn to get along with each other. And it turns out he's a really mm-hmm. nice dad. Mm, yeah. No, I don't. I still. I don't like him. I don't trust him. I, you know, it's really, really hard to trust a guy with a mustache like that. So, I mean, it was the '80s in his defense. I don't. I know. I didn't trust any men from the '80s. Are you kidding? 
I agree with you, Jen. <laughs> yeah. Don't wow, trust no, that dude. Uh-uh. No Hopper no. fans. See, I'm a I, know, Hopper I, fan. I, well, no, I, I just want to point out. No yeah, I just also want to point out the two women in this podcast don't trust him and the uh, mustache. Okay. So, you know, I'm just, I'm just saying, like, 100% of the time, that's where it's at. So. If it makes you feel any better, I don't have a mustache, nor can I grow one as epic as Hopper's. So, yeah. So oh, you I are mean, trustworthy, Christian. Yeah, I was, was going to say, yeah. yeah. Was, was your, uh, our trust in you ever in doubt? Is that why you felt the need to kind of double down on the, well, I don't have facial hair. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I see. I see. All right. So um, Eleven and Mike are far too young to be kissing but whatever well, this is like so a they're doing skip. that and then yeah. i don't i don't care they're too young they're babies <laughs> um so it's like 11 using her powers is she it, in still a much only more eating light-hearted way i think that she's using her powers and like it's stuff like um making um orange juice explode at the mall um yeah pl- or like when well i mean if it's sunny d she's doing yeah. everybody a favor <laughs> no, it was Orange Julius. <laughs> Orange oh, Julius. Also, oh. also doing people a favor. <laughs> oh, but I miss that. Really? Oh, I love Orange Julius. <laughs> there are still um, Orange Juliuses around. At the mall, which I haven't been well, to. Well, I have one in my so. mall here. Oh, Actually, lucky. I have, a mall. Oh, I have one in my mall here, yeah. too. Guys, send some sorry. over, please. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean it. to brag there. <laughs> um but i think you know a lot of this season starts to deal with like the kids um entering their teen years and being really obsessed with girls especially mike and lucas since Mm -hmm. lucas is dating another girl who was introduced last season um billy's sister max and who is um, awesome yeah, she's actually she's very a ginger. Cool. Okay, so how much how much time is dedicated to like after school special drama with a kid teenager drama, um, and then how much is dedicated to like campiness, sci-fi, magic, creepy uh, world goodness? What, like, I, how would you what would you say the split is at least in the first two episodes? I think it's a well because it's summer vacation. It's July. Because this, okay. this episode or this this season takes place in July Fourth around then, so everyone, mm-hmm. I think, the older kids have summer jobs and the younger kids are enjoying their summer. But instead of spending their days playing D and D all the time, which is very much what Mike Wheeler wants to do, or not Mike, um, oh, no, um Will, Will, Will thank you, Will Byers yeah. wants to do. Um, they're all they're all interested in their girlfriends, basically. Even Dustin has this alleged girlfriend that he met at camp. Oh, don't make fun of Dustin. He's delightful. Oh, oh no, no, no. It, that's the joke is like he comes back and he's all excited and he wants to tell everybody that he, he's in love with this girl that he met at camp. But the thing is, is there's no evidence of her and he can only contact her via long distance radio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he builds his ginormous like radio and um, it doesn't work. <laughs> but it ends up picking something else. It picks up something yes. else, though. Yeah. What yes. does it pick up? Uh, it a picks up secret. a Russian. Okay, Russians. Yeah, Message. those are big in the eighties. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah, it picks up like a Russian message. Actually, speaking of the Russians too, the 
uh, season, uh, the first episode of season three actually opens with um, a secret Russian base wherein they're actually trying to um, open um, an op- do an o- uh, have an opening into the upside down. And mm-hmm. we don't know why. And they're basically given a year to, tr- to like make it happen. Mm-hmm. And so now that sort of tr- ties into Hawkins, and you're we, at this point we don't really know like what's going on yet, and like are there really Russians there? Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. But it's it's interesting that Dustin's um, radio would have picked up a signal from technically so far away. Mm-hmm. And on episode two, you um, know it's not far away. Well, oh my god, thank you, because in literally episode two, you find out it's not, which is great, Um, uh, because Dustin realizes that everyone's busy doing their girlfriend thing, um, and is just busy in general, he goes to Steve, and him and Steve, the best bros that they are, uh, start trying to decode the the, uh, Russian message that he intercepted. Oh, uh, I love Steve. Well, the funny thing is he's bribing Steve because he says, you know, you'll be an American hero. They get all the ladies. And right now, Steve's in a really bad dry spell. Like, nobody likes him anymore because he's graduated from high school and he's working these dead-end jobs and he's not cool at all. He's working at an ice cream parlor shop where um, it has it's to like wear a sailor-themed. Sailor <laughs> yeah, it's a sailor-themed ice cream parlor. Aww. Yeah, so it's Steve in really tight shorts and stuff. And his co-worker is um, this character named Robin, who mm-hmm. is actually played by Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman's daughter. And it's yep. crazy oh, okay. how much she sounds like her mom, like a lot like her mom. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty cool. Everyone's been hyping and, up like crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she actually, does she end up wanting to help them? Cause she's oh, old. no, more than that. She, she, yeah. she She's like this skater well, not skater, but she's like a music uh, band geek, and, yeah. and um, she speaks she... multiple languages. Yeah, yeah, Italian, okay, French, I like her already. Spanish. Yeah, yeah, and so she's there helping. Um, what's his name? Cover the sh- the ice cream parlor shift. Um, Steve, and uh, she calls out Steve and Justin, saying, "You know, I can hear what you guys are saying because they're they're coming up with these schemes to decipher this Russian code and be heroes, et cetera, et cetera. They're doing it right in front of her as if she's not there. And so she's like, you know, you go manage the ice cream thing and I'll help you decode the stupid message because I'm bored. And so she does it and she's amazing at it. She actually like yeah. cracks it. Yeah. The funny thing, though, is uh, Steve. Steve has no idea what's going on because he's a dum-dum. But the entire time he kept obsessing because as the, mus- the message is playing, you, you hear this weird theme song in the background right this little jingle and mm-hmm. everyone was telling him steve you're an idiot stop fo- stop focusing on that and surely enough by the end of the episode he says wait wait stop do you have a quarter and it seems like a stupid steve moment but he he, uh, he uses the quarter to play a little one of those like carousel pony rides for one people and it's the same exact tune oh that's terrifying well it's yeah it's terrifying because steve cracked it that whatever that code is it happened right there at the mall <laughs> and that, yeah, which is like a great cliffhanger for the second episode. But yeah, it's like, what are the Russians doing at the mall? Precisely. Dun dun dun. dun okay, dun, dun. so, um, are Christmas lights still a thing? Are they still? I mean, like, obviously, she used really that to communicate. The... With I don't Will, think we but... have really seen any Christmas lights. 
Oh, although, although we should chat about Joyce and Hopper, Christian. Oh, were they a thing? <laughs> well, it's that's kind the funny of funny. Part. It's funny, yeah. Okay, because Hopper Joyce is really gay. Joyce is gay. <laughs> well, no, in season two. Yeah. In season two, she ended up dating uh, Sean Astin, right? Is that his name? Yeah, the guy who plays mm-hmm. uh, what uh, in the Hobbit, uh, Sam Samwise. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, and more importantly, the kid from the Goonies. Come on, he was the main oh, that's character true. In the Goonies. Yeah, yeah he was. Yeah, so and it's he's he, it's great because in the oh no, go ahead. Go 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 ahead go ahead. <laughs> uh, he's such a nerd, basically. So it's kind of awesome because she used to be this kind of like thing this like rebellious top thing in in high school and he was the nerd and at the end they ended up together um years later and mm-hmm. it's a very sweet relationship and he's very sciencey um but spoiler alert by the end of season two he gets killed by a bob. pack of demi dogs bob yeah bob is his name yeah oh yeah but r.i.p bob they, they sort of did tease like at the end of season two um kind of hopper having a thing from joyce still and oh that was obvious in season wrong, one right? they didn't yeah. tease anything there yeah. that's been a Do long I... time coming that he's yeah. been in did love they, with her did they date in high school i forgot do you know they, they talked they about were... in season one yeah oh did they i don't remember i i vaguely remember something like that but i i'm not for sure see i just know that they smoked cigarettes together and they were bad okay back in the day that's about it which is, by the way, apparently season three has been getting a lot of negative feedback about the cigarette smoking. Oh, is it they said that there was te- smoking cigarettes? <laughs> yeah, for a show that's meant for kids, so that's a no-no, apparently. Anyway. Okay. All right. So, um, I guess, lastly, because I don't want to make this run for too long, but um, yeah. why, how should I put this? Because I haven't seen anything new of Stranger Things. Uh, what would sell me on this? The first two, the first two episodes of season three. The mall. Like, what are the best parts? What For about me? The mall? It's the mall. It's all about the mall this season, and it's it's very much about the times because it's like the beginning, the dawn of the age of mall rats. So it's a very mall themed season, which is kind of funny to me. Yeah, and like they even do like a classic um, dress-up montage. Um, uh, what else? Um, I would say, yeah, there are parts where at least like with the kids and stuff, like they start to get into like super whiny pubescent age, and so that's a little graining. But um, I am also really enjoying sort of. Uh, Billy taking his villainous up a notch because um, you he sort of starts to go through stuff as um, he gets abducted after he gets abducted by the the monster and that has been kind of really fun for me to watch so far at least like his his storyline has been more interesting than the kids storyline really dude you're yeah. very dark in that sense because Billy's storyline is really dark this season like I mean, I, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really sold yeah. on this, too. I kind of like the darkness of it. Yeah. Oh, just because, like, he was such a kind of, you know, like, tropey bad guy in season two that I'm kind of glad that they're kicking it up a notch and, like, giving him real sort of meaty villain, villainy tendencies and, like, like really sort of, like, messed up crap. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, in in the Spice episode too, I think we see that he's very much the the face of the creature thingy <laughs> of our villain. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And it's it's really creepy because it's an assimilation villain. So like it's a lot of you know it's kind of like invi- um it's sort of like uh invasion of the body snatchers i think right yes yeah, yeah. totally wholeheartedly agree and because of that it's creepy because it's like yeah. hey look at me i'm sexy come here and then it's like and but i'm gonna eat gross. you <laughs> yeah well it, i don't know if eating is the right term it seemed more kind of on the like rapey vibe to be honest uh, but, yeah. oh yeah 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 i agree okay true true yeah that's why i was like damn that's kind of creepy i don't know where this is going i want to see kids hang out at the mall (laughs) (laughs) i think you're watching the wrong show i I think so yeah okay so um ranking them really quickly where does where does season three rank with season one and season two like how do you guys see it so far like the so first like we, we, we've yeah. we've done so we've done like Jessica Jones and so in the first couple episodes Jessica Jones we were like oh this is the worst mm-hmm. um, for season three so how does Stranger Things third season like how does it start out compared to the other two seasons Nicole do you want to start or do you want me to start uh, totally up to you go ahead all right <laughs> I'll, I'll go first just yeah <laughs> um, when I started this season I kind of forgot what happened a little bit in season two, but it's it's easy to catch up. Did you like season two? Yeah, I liked it a lot, actually. Okay, okay. Yeah. And then um, season three, it was strange because I had a similar problem with the beginning of season two where it's like, oh, man, this is really 80s heavy. Because in season one, it starts with the drama almost immediately and like the vanishing of uh, Will, Will Byers. But in season two, it's, it's very campy 80s heavy. In season three, it takes it to a whole other level. It's a very happy... Uh, beginning to the series because you get like the whole the whole uh, moms hitting on kids and everyone's going to the mall and having fun and potential romances left and right and everyone's coming and it's summer vacation and it's just it's very camp to the point where it's almost cheesy and then I kind of forgot wait this is Stranger Things like they're at this point just being a complete homage to the 80s uh, mm-hmm. And so once I started accepting that, and then once you started seeing the villains and the creepy, mysterious creature thing and, and Billy uh, work, and by the second episode, I, I was sold. I was like, okay, I can, I can see why this is, this is good again. Uh, so yeah. So overall, um, a little shaky at first, but that's mostly because I kind of forgot what I was watching. Uh, and then once you got into it, excellent all around. Nicole, what about you? Um, I, I'm so far, at least through episode two, at least, I will say that if I had to rank, I would still rank season one as number one, but right now I think I'm enjoying season three more than season two. Um, and uh, which, which, you know, is kind of surprising for me in a way also because once kids start to reach that really whiny teenager phase it's it gets really annoying really fast hence (laughs) harry potter book five which was really Mm -hmm. annoying Mm -hmm. um so i i'm hoping that i mean i'll be honest even season one finn was grating on me so like i can't imagine he's much better right now so yeah like he yeah mike is definitely kind of really really getting into that um 
awkward, annoying phase. But or Mike, that yeah, said, sorry, yeah, of Mike, yeah. With that said, the the rest of the stories, except for you know Jonathan and uh, Nancy, it's like meh. Um, I think yeah, like a lot of the tropes have been really kind of fun and enjoyable to watch. Even you know, like Christian said, with the mall stuff, has been such a great homage and. Um, I'm really actually hooked to see how they're going to, like, what's the plan of the monster this season and, like, what its uh, end goal is. And I actually really want to see how they accomplish that. So I am enjoying it. Yeah, a lot. All right. Well, um, any other final thoughts before we wrap up here? 80s pop Um, culture. Millions um, of references to that this season what was your favorite uh, one so far like because i kept noticing them so like yeah. i saw references to like john carpenter's like all his stuff um dawn of the dead there's a reason they pick it because it seems like that's a very big theme is the whole creepy body 80s practical uh, effects yeah. stuff yeah yeah um i'm trying to think what else is there Music-wise, I forget what songs they use, but I, I remember hearing them and I was like, oh my god, I haven't heard that in a really long time. <laughs> yeah, the, the the soundtrack, or the songs they picked for Eleven and Mike's were the, were the best, hands down. Uh, Eleven oh. and Mike's what? Uh, their, make-out, many... their makeout session. Yeah. Oh, oh I was <laughs> so afraid <laughs> that you were going to say something awful. <laughs> oh, actually, I had so much fun when they brought up all these different stores at the mall, and it was oh, yeah. like, um, shoot, oh my god, I'm forgetting what they were now. Um, but it was all these classic, like, old stores. Um, damn it. Ugh. Okay, but there was a bunch Radio of them. Shack. Was like, oh yeah. Well, there was Radio Shack. There was, um, shoot, Walden Books. Ugh. Yes, Walden Books. Um. Yeah, I really can't remember any, <laughs> but they were awesome. <laughs> All right then, um, Christian, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me over at theworkprint.com, xn underscore angelus on Instagram and xn angelus on Twitter, or vice versa. I think I screwed that up. That's <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Nicole, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at N-double-I-X-E. And thank you for hosting, Jen. You were a pleasure. Oh. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> oh, thanks. I'm, I'm glad that I could be here and not have to prepare at all. It's so great, it's you so guys. It's <laughs> the best. Let me come back and not prepare ever again. Uh, if you guys want to follow me, I am on Twitter and Instagram at Jen Stayrook. And uh, make sure you guys check out the work prints for all kinds of good dorky nonsense and uh thanks so much for listening awesome bye bye bye